Welcome to the Biting Side mini podcast where I make a point to keep things really personal. I give a good bit of thought to really caring about someone's world and genuine curiosity about someone versus a sort of self-centered interest in another person. I mean, I think the reason I give a lot of thought to it well, it's a concept that interests me. It's a concept that I experience. I mean, I um, experience it with my children, um, you know, of course, watching how that develops in them. Are they when will they be able to develop a genuine interest in others? How can I facilitate that in them? Is there some sort of learning um threshold or mental brain connection threshold that has to happen before that can set in, of course. And then um, it shows up in other ways, just like all of us, you know, with friendships, you know, realizing like, I don't think this person really cares about us or in that way, this is this type of friend, this person, it's a, you know, mutual sort of transactional based relationship, what they can do for me, what I can do for them kind of thing. Um, And then, of course, in being single, this topic mentally comes up for me with uh, potential romantic relationships or even looking at past ones. And man, it stems too from even just my childhood, because in my childhood and my family, probably why this is an important topic to me is that, um, no, they just were not able to have genuine um curiosity about my world at all that's not something my family does well um maybe a sibling or two of mine does that but um but yeah um it's generally not something my family does well so that kind of thing will make it interesting to you you know uh sort of what is that really like then if I haven't you know, experience tons of it, or if I really want it for myself, I want to be that way. I want it in my life, in the people that I am surrounded surrounded with. So, I give it some, I give it some attention, and um, you know, I don't even know what can make it happen. You know, it's like after all the attention that I give it, I don't even. I haven't cracked the puzzle. Um, I don't know. You know how you instill it exactly in your children. I've got some ideas. I know what we do. Um, But I, and I don't even know sometimes when I'm feeling really upset about things or down or discouraged, it's like, I don't even know if it really exists, you know, is all uh, interest in others really in fact based in some sort of self-interest or can there just be genuine uh, curiosity for the other person? And I guess here's what, I know so far, or here are some things that have been coming up lately around it. Um, One, I think that this respect, um, you have to deeply respect the other person uh, to even come close to genuine um, curiosity. And I don't mean just human respect. I mean, there's like just basic human respect, like you know, I'm not going to harm you. I respect that you have a right to live. Um, and then there's a whole different level, like, damn, I really have respect for you. I, you know, um, think that you have something really great in there, uh, or that you're really great, um, in some way. And 
So there's those different levels. And so in a way that makes it that you can have genuine curiosity for someone at different levels too, because a lot of us understand this concept of genuine curiosity, like, sure, I'll have genuine curiosity about people. Oh yeah, definitely. But we're kind of talking about that first tier, that, you know, basic level of human respect, basic level of genuine curiosity about them. And that's fair. I mean, we might not have the capacity to have genuine curiosity about every single person in that really deep way. But I kind of think that it should be um, distinguished between the two, you know, the two should be, I don't know, maybe like termed something different. Um, I don't know. But the uh the basic genuine curiosity is you know kind of like wanting to hear each other's stories or being curious about their lives um in a way that's just like i said like basic human interest kind of way and then the other one that's about like oh man i really respect you i think you've got something great in there that can facilitate um a different level genuine curiosity where it's like I really want to hear about your world I want to understand your world I want to hear how your brain thinks I'm really curious about what's going on in your life right it's it's a different level but easily that same deep respect for someone that same like damn I really respect I have a lot of respect for you you got a lot of great stuff going on in there it's pretty easy for that one to switch or be tied in with the selfish um, sort of uh, aspect of, um, yeah, like getting something for yourself, right? Because if you respect someone and you think they've got something great in there, then it can trigger this, I need to get it for myself, or I would like to get their approval because then that would kind of give me a check mark, or I would like to benefit from what they have to offer. Um, and I'm not saying that even in the most perfect relationship, those things don't exist. I mean, they exist. Like there's always some self-interest and that's okay. I mean, it's a yin-yang balance, but I guess I'm just saying it can get too skewed in that direction too. Um, and so I like to kind of um, look at that, look at, you know, how you keep that in check and you know, is there this pure form of just genuine curiosity? Like, I'm not trying to get anything. I just like really want to hear what's up for you. I think as parents, we really get um, a taste of that a little better. Although, I mean, one might argue that as parents, we still have this like selfish interest in, you know, um, uh, offspring and furthering our genetic material or something, you know, absolutely. I mean, we can't ignore that there's some of that, but as parents, you know, it's like, I really, you can look at your child and think, wow, there's something great in there. I mean, not all parents are able to do that, but it's a little easier to understand this concept as a parent. Um, like this is, you've got something really great in there. And I just want, I have genuine curiosity about what's going on for you. I just want to hear, I just want to hear what you have to say. I just want to hear how your brain thinks about this because it's so beautiful and sweet and um, informative. Like I get to learn, you know, so much from just hearing. And I just want to be with you like that. I just want to um, sit down and have you tell me what's on your mind because I just want to 
have that warmth between us. You know, it's just genuine curiosity. It's not necessarily that you're trying to benefit in a way like, you know, um, yeah, teach me, tell me, uh, give me something. By association, even, I'm going to be um, heightened. I mean, that doesn't make as much sense because there's also that age divide. So it's a little easier to understand. Um, but I definitely see it happening a lot between adults. The second that someone is respected or you've given them some sort of position um, of respect in your person, then yeah, like some of that, you know, let me use this to my advantage. Let this be a way for me to get um, some sort of validation or for some of this to rub off on me or to get the life that I want um, because you can show me or teach me or just, you know, by association, this is going to happen. So I see some of that. I don't know. It's just interesting to consider. Um, and then I think um, the other thing that's been kind of and how do you do this how do you how, first of all you know how do you say to someone well this is the type of relationship I prefer and how do you check in with yourself and make sure that you're doing these types and how do you you know as a parent let's say explain these differences to your children as a part of their learning or foster that in them and you know going back like and how do you talk about these not just with your kids but with the friends in your life or the other adults in your life, your partner, and, you know, make it so that um, you're on the same page. And I think all you can do is, you know, kind of talk about it, which is why I think about ways to talk about it and how, yeah, it might need to be <laughs> some distinctions made. And um, anyway, lastly, the other thing that I was just uh, a thought in this department has to do with this concept of scanning. Um I have heard scanning being used is just like how we scan the people that we're with and that that's kind of a good thing. Right? It can be a really good thing because it's kind of like empathy. Um, we're scanning them to see how they're doing. We're, you know, scanning them to see how, you know, what mood are they in? What's going on with them? Do they seem really busy? Um, and so it can be a good thing. It's definitely a part of being able to empathize with someone and a part of being able to um, kind of stay a teammate with someone, you know, be on a team and stay balanced. So you kind of know what's going on with those people over there and they know what's going, you know, you you're checking in with yourself, you're checking in with them and you're scanning. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a question. You can ask questions to scan, but it could also just be something that you're kind of observing and whatever. And it can be a good thing. Um, but I was also kind of making this distinction that pure scanning um, doesn't necessarily equate to genuine curiosity. You know, if someone's like, oh, no, I, I always care about what mood you're in. I'm always checking in to see what mood you're in or, you know, that kind of thing. It's not exactly the same as that genuine curiosity because it can also very easily lend itself to that very self-serving kind of like, yeah, I'm always checking in with what mood you're in to see um, how that's going to affect me, <laughs> uh, you know, or to be warned or to... Um, I don't know, like know if it's the right time to make my play. What it can be very self, um, 
interested. And again, not that there's anything wrong with that, or at least not that there's anything wrong with it being in the mix. It is always in the mix. There's no getting rid of it. But just that having it too skewed or too imbalanced we can all feel that, you know, I think we can. And that's the thing that it's like so tangly because how do you say that? Like, yeah, I see you checking in with my mood. Um, and that seems nice. And you're even able to argue it like, hey, that's a nice thing that I'm doing, but it feels like really selfish and it doesn't feel like concern for me. It feels like concern for you, you know, and it's tough. Those get, those are the tough places that we get into. Um, because it could go both ways and it's actually about balance and it's like yeah that activity of scanning can be pretty balanced and it can have a lot of care and concern for me in it and it can have um, some care and concern for yourself in it and it should probably have equal amounts of both but at times it can also get really skewed towards you know checking in and scanning someone really out of more personal interests or interests in yourself than genuine curiosity for them. So, uh, yeah. And I just think having more ways to talk about them and more clarity around this kind of thing is helping me, um, as a parent and as a human being, you know, just have more ways to talk about them. Um, and I've got a teenager, so we talk about this. This is a thing for real. I mean, of course, I think it happens all throughout. I mean, I've got a younger child too, so we deal with it too. It's just not as open. And the technicalities of the words that we use aren't as talked about in that way, but it's helpful that I understand those technicalities because then I can come at it with the flavor that I'm really specifically choosing to use. Um, but we do talk about the details and we do get into the words of description um, when it's teenager time. And I think those are important. They, It's like, let's handle this now so that we have a clear picture and, you know, it doesn't get all muddled and murky like it does with so many of my adult friends who did not have all the clarifications happen you know it's it's really muddy or murky if you were to imagine that conversation between two friends um as adults like it seems like you're being selfish but i know you're doing something that's typically unselfish and how is that happening you know um that can get really muddy <laughs> so anyway um, those are, yeah, just sort of some things that were interesting to me. So I wondered if they'd be interesting to someone else. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas, but usually they just aren't at all what others come up with. So that has made me feel weird for most of my life. Uh, but now I'm determined to take what makes me weird and to try to make it useful. So come and check out all the other podcasts and things that we've got going on at weirdisuseful.com.